Hey podcast, just before we get you to this episode, I wanted to invite you to join us at pageantlaunch.com. We are starting the world's first dedicated pageant review site and we want you to join our launch team. All you need to do is put in your email address. It's completely free. We are looking to make the pageant industry safe, transparent, and fair, and we'd love your input on how to do that. So head over to pageantlaunch.com, whack in your email address, and let's get you to this episode. I'm Katrina Noonan-Davidson, Miss Intercontinental Scotland 2019, and this is my interview with The Pageant Project. Hey everyone, it's Adrian from The Pageant Project and I'm here with Katrina Noonan-Davidson who is Miss, Intercon- In- <laughs> Miss Intercontinental <laughs> Scotland 2019 slash 20, I was doing so well. Katrina, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> it's a pleasure. Um, congratulations on the title. The first question Thank has you. to be, how does it feel? It feels crazy i still i still can't get over it i've got like a little shelf in my um in my room where my crown and my sash sit and i just look at it and i'm like what the heck is going on i still can't believe it (laughs) it's so surreal what was your reaction when you won i was interviewing um imogen chapman who is miss teen great britain when she was crowned she cried straight for 10 minutes what was your reaction? <laughs> I think I'm the only one that cried, actually, out of the three of us. <laughs> okay. Let's start with the easy question. Can you give us an idea as to your pageant experience? I've interviewed people who've done one pageant. I've interviewed people who've done over 30. So whereabouts on the wow. uh, pageant spectrum are you? So the crazy thing is I only started doing pageants this year. I've done two pageants in the past and then, of course, Miss Intercontinental, which I won. But, yeah, the experience for me, I mean, I don't have much, I must say. But the, the pageants, I just caught the bug, I think. I did it once just to give it a go, and I caught the bug, and I was like, I will do this forever. <laughs> <laughs> That's a long time to do it to do it forever. So you caught the pageant bug. What was it about pageantry that, that attracted you in the first place? Do you know, I um, I wanted to get involved in like theatre and like drama and stuff, and then I couldn't really find anything like that. And so I found out about pageantry, pageantry times, of course, as many do. And then I thought, oh, I'll just give that a shot, like see if it's anything like it. And then just being meeting all the girls and being up on stage and like getting involved in the community, it just, it was so good. I loved it. Uh, guys also watching on the live stream if you haven't watched one of my interviews before you can obviously the point of going live is you can ask uh, Katrina questions so if you have any questions put them in the comments and I will come around to them and I'll tell Katrina about them she can't see them at the moment but I'll let her know and also if you have any messages of support I'm sure she'd appreciate hearing those as well Uh, Katrina can can you walk it so we do have Miss Intercontinental here in australia but it wasn't actually run this year because the director was um busy having a baby Uh, can you tell us can you tell us what the sections were you had to compete in in miss intercontinental over there yeah so we competed in interview swimwear and evening wear 
and out of those which was your favorite to compete in do you have a favorite section i think it's really difficult i love all the sections i do love interview i have to admit i just love the excuse to be able to talk about myself <laughs> no but i love i love i love to be able to talk about everything i've done and and how hard i work i think if there was no interview stage it definitely wouldn't be as much of a you i don't think the crown would be as yours as it is during an interview because you put yeah. everything that makes you worthy of winning the crown and so I, that's why i love i personally love interview but then I mean, I love strutting my stuff. Swimwear is such a fun round. It's so it's a, it's a round I struggled with a lot, but I had um, coaching from Rachel from the Pageant Academy, and she just she took my lack of skills and turned it into talent. <laughs> Have you had any embarrassing moments on stage? That's a question I asked on Instagram. Someone I've heard some horrific stories now. But were you all good, or have you had any embarrassing moments on I'm stage? I'm really lucky. I haven't really had any. In the um, actually during Miss Intercontinental, um, I had a really long dress with the train, and there was Velcro on the stage, and my dress kept getting caught oh, no. in the Velcro. Yeah. And when I came off stage, I turned to my friend and I was like, "There is no way I scored like on that round because I just kept getting my dress stuck. I kept having to kick it. I thought it looked awful, but <laughs> it must not have looked that bad." <laughs> That's a really awkward thing to have Velcro on the stage. I mean, were the other girls getting their trains caught as well? Everybody was coming off like my train was getting caught and and people's like um georgia had an amazing dress with a long like sleeve train detail and she said yeah. that got caught so everybody's dresses were getting caught oh that's a shame I, i've heard of some stages that have had not ideal setups velcro is a first i've heard no. obviously when you're walking yeah. on stage <laughs> you normally have heels it's difficult to walk large staircases are usually the bad oh thing gosh. for people yeah. How are you? Are you okay? Staircases, walking up and down in heels. I'm not too bad. I have had like years and years of dance and stuff in heels, so I'm I'm all oh, right okay. in mine. They do hurt, but <laughs> they always do. <laughs> yeah, I know. But you have to get <laughs> used to that. Well, I think you guys are used to it. I ever, I think if a guy ever wore heels and he'd be complaining probably nonstop. Uh, Katrina, <laughs> can you give us an idea as to what you do outside of pageantry? So you already said you like interview because you get a chance to show that everything that you stand for, all the hard work you've put in, obviously. So give us an idea of who it is behind the crown. Absolutely. Well, I'm actually currently a law student at the University of Lancaster and that's taking up a lot of my time at the moment. But a lot of my advocacy in terms of pageantry goes into mental health. And I work also with cancer research. Um, I'm really unfortunate to have lost um, family members to cancer. And so that is a charity that I adore. I've done quite a few 5K runs and things like that with them, just trying to get involved in the community because I actually moved abroad. Like I lived in Spain for 10 years. So when I came back to to the UK, I really struggled, like feeling a part of the community and feeling involved. So I just tried to get involved as much as I can. I have a mental health platform on a um, live broadcasting app. Um, and I'm, I've got over 13,000 um, fans that tune into that, where I just talk about my experiences with mental health and and the difficulties that I've faced and how I've overcome those. So th those are the two um, topics that really make up my advocacy and what, what I try to stand for. That's amazing. What What's the name of the app that you have 13,000 followers on? It's called Uno. Like the card game? 
No. <laughs> y O U N O W. Okay. I don't I don't think I've I've heard that one. So I don't think we have that one here. I could be wrong. But so do you go live on that one and talk about your struggles with mental health? Yes. Yeah. Did you find it confronting to talk about your issues at all? Because I mean we had World I don't know I guess for you guys World Mental Health Day is actually today for you. For us it was yesterday. Yeah. But a today. lot of people find it really difficult to talk about because it's something that a lot of people, you know, there's a lot of stigma attached. So did you find it uh difficult to talk about Absolutely. your struggles? Absolutely. Absolutely. It I think it's always scary to like reveal a certain part of yourself. Like we always mm. try to come across the best versions of ourselves and it can be really easy to just kind of keep things in the background and not tell certain people things. But mm. I like to be open and honest about my struggles. I've had a difficult time with, with self-esteem and with fitting in and just finding my place in life. And, and that has led to, to some, some, some really hard times. So, but if I don't talk about it, then other people are going to feel the same way that I felt, which was that I was completely alone and nobody understood. So yeah. that is something I don't want anybody to feel. So I just try to, I mean, if what I have to say helps someone, great. And if it doesn't, that's also great. You know, I just put myself out there and then people can respond to that in, in any way they want. I have had my fair share of people being like, oh, shut up. It's just, you know, just creating drama, like blah, mm. blah, blah. But everyone's entitled to their own opinions and, and some people really don't think that mental health is should be as big of a deal as, as it's starting to become so i suppose each to their own yeah yeah for sure um i, I just i will come around to the facebook questions in a sec katrina just before we do go there um you mentioned that you are a law student at the moment so can you give us an idea as to what plans you have for the future? I mean, you're super young, so I don't expect you to have your whole life mapped out just yet, although some people might. <laughs> but what have you got lined up for yourself in the, in the coming years? Um, my, my end goal is to work to become a barrister. That is a dream. I know it's, it, it sounds corny to say a dream I've had since I was younger, but I've always been quite a... a uh, I don't want to say a bookworm, but I've always been reading and, and I've never really been like a, a particularly social person. So I always kind of knew from when I was younger that I wanted I wanted to be a lawyer. So so that's my end goal is to become a barrister. I've started my law degree. I've got three years left of this mm. and then I will do another conversion course to become a barrister and then hopefully start representing some people in some cases, which would be amazing. <laughs> So are you good at arguing? I imagine that you must be pretty good at public speaking and debating if you want to be a barrister. Yes. I love to argue. <laughs> <laughs> I love a good argument. <laughs> no, I um I used to run my own debate club in high school. Oh wow. Um, so I've always been I've always been into into public speaking. I just think there are so many like I have so many thoughts and ideas and, and stuff I want to express. And, and if I don't, then maybe the world's missing out. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I'll express them. And if people don't agree, then that's not my problem. <laughs> yep. No, that that's spoken like a true barrister, but that, that would come in handy for, um, for interview section, obviously in pageantry, which is a huge deal. Uh, Katrina, I'm just going to circle around to the Facebook comments now. Uh, da, 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 da. You've got a lot of comments there. It must be a family member of yours. Michael Noonan is That's saying he can't dad, wait for yes. this. <laughs> okay, figured as much. Uh, and he's tagged a couple of people there. 
Jessica Barclays on, uh, Miss Middlesex Galaxy, Chloe Lake. Uh, Jessica has asked, what's the one big thing you want to do with your current title? That is such a difficult question. And there are so many things I want to do with my title and so little time. I go to India in just mm. over six weeks. Um, but as far as overall for the year that I've got ahead, just really trying to get involved in my community. I'd love to hold an event. I know myself and the girls have been talking about hopefully hosting a Intercontinental UK event at some point in the upcoming year in 2020. I think we think that would be so much fun and a really good way to mm. raise money. <clears throat> I've got cold. <laughs> um, but other than that, I just, just try to get involved in, in as many things as I can. I want to try and take my mental health platform to another level. I'm still trying to figure out the best way to kind of do that, the best people to speak to, to try and figure that out. But I would love to to host maybe uh, some kind of event raising money for mental health mm. where I can gather a, maybe a panel and we can talk about talk about issues of mental health because I know so many people struggle with it and it's not just me. So I'd love to have a panel where... Yeah where we talked about those kind of things, maybe something like, you know, go live on Facebook again with it. I think it would be great. So I've got so many plans. My head is full. I've got a notebook where I just, I wake up in the middle of the night with an idea. I'm like, I'm writing that down. <laughs> so I've got so many things I want to do, but hopefully I can, I've got time to fit it all in in the upcoming year. When about are you flying out to India, Katrina? So we are flying on the 28th of November. Right. Okay. So and... pretty soon, pretty soon. <laughs> Have you been to India before? I've never been, no. I, I've always wanted to go. I've got a map on my pin board where I scratch off all the countries I've been to. And there's so many places I wanted to I've, I want to go. And India has always been one of those. So I'm super, super excited to experience the culture, the food, mm. the people. It's going to be amazing. And uh, how long is the international pageant? We will be overseas for three weeks. We compete on the 21st right. of December. So just under, just under three weeks. Wow. So it's going to be, it's going to be crazy, but, but amazing. I'm so excited. <laughs> I think it's I, all I, I talk about. If you, if you meet me <laughs> in the next month, the topic of conversation is usually internationals. I, I can imagine. Um, so are you going to be back in the UK for Christmas though? I mean, if you're over there competing until the 21st of so. December. I'm not sure. I, yeah, I mean, it's it's cutting it fine. We haven't finalised the details with like flights coming back yet, but I, I hope to be to be at home with my family over Christmas. Yeah. Uh, okay. Jessica has uh, also asked, how would you sum up your signature style? And um, Katrina, just whilst you answer that, I am going to turn around and shut the blinds because the sun's about to come up here in Australia and just going to blind everyone. So how would you sum up your signature style? I suppose quite boho, I would like to say. I, I, it's difficult. I, I dress in many, in many kinds of ways. When I lived abroad, I used to be a very kind of like bohemian dresser. I used to wear loads of like flower crowns and and all that kind of stuff. But um, since being back in the UK, it's too cold. <laughs> it's too cold for all that sort of stuff. So I tried to be a bit more casual. It's, it's just, if I have time, then I'll then I'll go all out in what I'm wearing. If I don't, it's usually a hoodie and some, and some tracksuit bottoms. <laughs> that sounds very comfortable. 
Uh, it really does. That's why I've been wearing all day today. I'm not going to lie. I'm just going through the Facebook comments. Jessica has said that she struggles on stairs and flats. Yes. In flats. Yeah, in flats, let alone heels, right? Am I right? Jeez. Well, I'll say Jessica is five foot 11 tall. So I guess when you're that tall, then yeah, stairs may be an issue. Wow, that is tall. That is true. You have Linda Diane Barnett has said, very proud of you, Katrina. Love, Linda from Spain. Ah, that's so lovely. Uh, Valerie Williams has said, Val Williams is here watching with Jean Dodge. Oh, these are all my, um, I used to take part in their local theatre um, when I lived abroad in oh. Spain and, and the community there was so, so great. It was the only English speaking theatre on the mm-hmm. coast and everyone there was is super supportive of me and, and everything I'm achieving. So everyone's so lovely. Do you speak any Spanish? I do fluently. That's a neat trick. It uh, is pretty cool. <laughs> I mean, if you ever have a talent round being um, bilingual is always a good one to have. That's always my go-to whenever people are like, what's your talent? I'm like, well, I speak, I speak languages. <laughs> Do, more than more than two? Is it just English and Spanish, or is there more than that? I speak a bit of a bit of French as well. Not as well as I speak Spanish, but enough to get by. Okay, so so here's a thing. I don't think I've. I may. I'm, I'm sure I've interviewed people who can speak more than one language, but it hasn't come up. But are you able to do? You remember I got you before we went live to do the introduction in English. Are you able yeah. to do that introduction in Spanish just so we can hear it? I can do. Yeah. Give it a go. Let's see what happens. Um, hola, me llamo Katrina Newton Davison y soy la reina Miss Intercontinental, Intercontinental Escocia y estoy aquí eh, con el Pageant Project. That was so cool. <laughs> I should start, <laughs> I should start good, doing kind of, I choked a little bit there, but. <laughs> Well, when I was introducing you, I co- I choked on Intercontinental as well. It's not it's the so easiest. Long, isn't it? It's so hard to say. Yeah, um, <laughs> I, I I have struggled with that one in the past. I know it tricks me up. Intercontinental. It's it's got like one too many syllables, and I always miss it one does. or two. Right. Uh, <laughs> Katrina, I've got some questions from Instagram here. So, who is that's an interesting one? Who is your biggest role model? I've had this question quite a few times in my interviews and I always go for the answer that just is the only answer I think and it has to be my mum a hundred percent my mum is such an incredible woman who has had a very interesting life she's this little fierce Scottish woman and she's just she's so great and she she is everything I aspire to be and more so I, I, I always have to say my biggest role model is my mum. It would be wrong of me if I said anything otherwise. I, um, I forgot to bring up the Scottish part because I can understand your accent just fine, but would you say that your Scottish accent is fairly mild? It's awful. <laughs> <laughs> my Scottish do you, accent do you find... is absolutely awful. Well, do you mean awful in the way that people can't understand you or I'm awful so... in the way that... I know. People... I just... I think people expect me to have a Scottish accent because if you hear my mum, she mm. is very Scottish. Yeah. But I mean, I can fake one, but it's not very good. <laughs> so I don't bother. 
I wish I could do a brilliant Scottish accent. I love them, but I can't. <laughs> well, I am certainly not going to try. When I was interviewing Olivia McPike, who's Scottish, um, and a lot of people have commented that they love her accent, but they also couldn't understand it. I, I love asked Olivia's her accent. about. So do I. I asked her about Scottish food, and she said she didn't like it. So are you a fan? Oh, look, to be honest, the only Scottish food I know is haggis and the deep fried Mars bar. So do you have any opinions on either of those two dishes? I do not like haggis, but Scottish rock, that is so nice. That is so I love Scottish rock. I always eat it when I'm there in Scotland. But haggis, it's just, ah, no, it's just not the one. And I feel like I'm letting my Scottish roots down, but <laughs> I cannot stand haggis. <laughs> okay. Um, but you'll have to tell me what, what rock is. Scottish rock, I've not heard of that. What is that? I have no idea. It's this, like, sweet, it's a stick of... of it's called rock, but I think it's just boiled sugar and they mix it with like different oh. flavorings and, and it's, it's really popular in Scotland and it is amazing. But it is basically boiled sugar, so it's super bad for you. It sounds like toffee. Is it like a caramel, just like a toffee stick or something like that, like a lollipop? Yeah, kind of, but um, it's just usually just like one stick or you, you, get, like, you can get it right. in little pieces too. Right, okay. It sounds like a good pageant it's prep yummy. food. <laughs> I would recommend. <laughs> <laughs> okay, another question. What got you started in pageantry? I mean, I suppose I covered this a little bit before, but mm. mainly just self-esteem and, and just trying to get involved. Like, I, I, moved, I moved to the UK on my own when I was 16, and it was a really wow. scary move for me, and, and I knew no one, and... And I didn't really know what I was doing. So I just wanted to get involved and, and find a way to make friends and maybe feel a bit better about myself because I was really struggling with my mental health and my self-esteem. And I was watching Misha Grimes' video one day and I just filled in the form and then uh, took me on the crazy adventure of Galaxy, which was my first pageant, which I love Galaxy. And I love Holly. She is incredible. I don't think anyone's going to disagree with you on that. Everyone loves Galaxy and everyone loves Holly. Although I get the feeling that Holly never stops. I've been trying to schedule in an interview with her and she, she sounds like she's dying in the lead up to Team Great Britain. But after that, I'll get to interview her if she survives. Oh my gosh, yeah. Uh, I, that woman, the amount of strength she has is unreal. She is so yeah. such a genuine woman who really cares about all the girls that get involved. And I have to say the same for my director, Lily, of course. Lily is just genuinely the nicest person who who works so hard with us girls every day. You know, she's a flight attendant and you never know where in the world she is, oh. but if you need her, she's on the phone, she'll call, she'll text, she'll help in any way she can. She is she's fantastic. So we have to give it up. We have to praise these um these directors because they work so tirelessly. It's incredible. Yeah, it takes a special type of person to become a director. But some people might say you have to be crazy to become a director, I think. Uh, 100%. Got, <laughs> got to deal with all, all the drama or the tears. It's, it's not an easy job at all. Uh, one more final question from Instagram. What is your ambition in life? I guess we've already kind of discussed this. You want to become a barrister. Do you have any other ambitions in life or is the barrister the main one? 100% career-wise, becoming a barrister is definitely an ambition of mine. 
another ambition I have is just to travel. I absolutely love to travel. I'm really fortunate that I've already been to a lot of places. My parents, are the, uh, they love to travel, but mm. I would love to have gone most places in the world. I think it would be a, a reach to say every place, every country, but I would love to go to as many countries as I can. I love new cultures. I love meeting new people. I live in a flat currently where every single person in my flat is from a different country and it is so oh, wow. it's so nice to, to get to know everyone and and it it honestly is such an amazing experience so i would love i would love to get out there more and and get involved in 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 other countries and other cultures and just really like make the most of of the life that i have because it, it is so short so mm. uh jessica barclay i'm just going back to facebook now has asked do you have a morning routine my morning routine is whatever I can do the quickest to get out of the door, especially when I have like 9 a.m. <laughs> when I have 9 a.m. lectures, my morning routine consists of grabbing an apple, shoving on a hoodie and running out the door. That is my morning routine. <laughs> I wish it was I wish it was more um it was, I wish it was nicer, but I, I have to admit it's, it's I don't have a particularly enthralling morning routine or evening routine i kind of throw myself into bed at the end of the day and just <laughs> go to sleep <laughs> uh i'm curious just in terms of your law degree because i when i was going through uni here i had a lot of contact hours per week i was doing engineering and science and we had over 30 hours of contact per week wow. is law a lot of hours per week or is it mainly a lot of reading or how does that go yeah, so there are, I have hardly any contact hours. This week mm. I have had um, four contact hours and I've got another four contact hours. So that I get about eight to nine contact hours a week. The rest is reading. They say yeah. that for every one contact hour, I should be doing three hours of reading. So Ooh, it's crazy. Wow. A okay. lot of work. That, that really is a lot of reading. We were told for every hour at uni, we had to do one hour of work outside. You've got that three times. So do you, ever find, that, do you ever find that difficult to get the motivation to do that kind of self-study or is it for you because you're so focused on becoming a barrister, it comes easy to you? I think I definitely have like times where I, I just want to sit on my phone and watch Netflix and yeah. or hang out with my flatmates. It, but it is a balance. You know, at the end of the day, I know what I want to achieve and and I want to work the hardest that I can for it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, I try to put myself in that mind frame. I try to I try to manage my time as well so that I don't get too overwhelmed. And so it, I suppose it is just trying to find a balance. I, I like to make little little spreadsheets or little to-do lists and then I know what I've achieved I tick it off it makes me feel better about myself makes me feel like I'm actually doing something with my day because half the time I feel like I'm not so it is I said I have it I, it does happen to me a lot where I, I'm sat there and I'm like I really should be doing something but I kind of don't want to <laughs> but but you've just well. got to push through it <laughs> I can tell you if you ever need tips on becoming organized or using spreadsheets, there are a lot of UK queens who are very organized and Jessica Barclay, who's watching, she loves spreadsheets and she loves organizing time. So if you get in contact with her, I think her basically her profession is how to organize time. So if you need any help with that, there are a lot of queens who can help you. I can tell you that much. Uh... I do love a good spreadsheet. Go wrong. <laughs> <laughs> 
that's not something that I would ever say, but I can un I can understand where you're coming <laughs> from. Okay, I'm just going to take a final couple of questions from Facebook, then we'll go through the final 10 questions ourselves. So Amazing. your dad has said that he hopes that you're home for Christmas, and then he has also asked, how was Freshers? And I don't know what Freshers <laughs> is, but I'm assuming that you know what Freshers is. Freshers week is the first week of university, which usually involves going out, clubbing a lot and getting very drunk mm -hmm. along okay. with everything else. So I'm not going to lie. I have freshers flu, which is I think everybody <laughs> has. I was sat in my lecture today and every word the lecturer spoke, there was a, like three coughs. So everybody, everybody's sick. But I had an amazing time at freshers. I absolutely love all the people I've met so far at my university. Everyone is uh, such genuine, hardworking people who, you know, really want to make a difference in the world. So, so Freshers has been amazing for me. Katrina, do you actually have a Freshers wristband still on? Because I just saw that when you reached up. I, I swear do. it says. That's kind of <laughs> I need to take it off. <laughs> I'm holding on to it. <laughs> Yeah, I, I've done that too. When I've had a good time, I've kept a wristband on for months until it started losing color. And, and then I had to have it cut off because I was going to hospital and that made me really, really upset. I know, um, you get so attached to like a piece of yeah. string like I know, it's silly. <laughs> exactly. Um, so he's also said that you're home for Christmas, but you're not, you're not sure, right? Because you're in India until the 21st of December. I'm not sure. I... I hope to be home for Christmas. Um, my dad is not sure whether he's able to come to India. We're still trying to work on that, which obviously right. would be really disappointing. But if I got to see him for mm. Christmas, that would make it a little bit better. But, you know, yeah. it will work out how it works out. But I, I, I hope I do because my dad and I are, are super, super close. And obviously living in two different countries makes it, it really difficult to spend time together. Yeah. So I would love to be home for Christmas. Yeah. Okay, final question before we go to the final 10 questions. Uh, Jessica has asked, what do you like to do to keep fit? This is so funny because I never used to be a person that got fit. And then over the summer, I just signed up to the gym and I love going to the gym. I'm at the gym all the time, every day at the gym. I absolutely love it. It makes me feel so much better about myself. And also recently I have tried cheerleading at my university which let me tell you oh, is wow. so much more hard work than it comes across but is really good fun so i'm really enjoying doing that and getting fit that way but so yeah that's something new for me but it's, it's really exciting i'm really enjoying it how how far have you gotten in cheerleading because one of my previous interviewees from america uh, savannah miles she's gotten into cheerleading and i'm seeing some of the stuff she's doing i'm talking about getting thrown in the air and then being on top of a guy's hand, one hand, and she's standing yeah. both feet on one guy's hand whilst he's holding her up there. Is that, is that, it, are you up to anywhere near that or are you starting a bit easier? It looks, it looks physically impossible, doesn't it? Yeah. I am nowhere near on that level. I'm also far too tall to be lifted in the air. So I usually do the lifting. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, 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 I'm usually, I'm usually the back spot, which is like where I, I, I'm, I'm comfortable there i would not want to be thrown in the air and have to trust people to catch me yeah. oh no thank you <laughs> okay. no way all right uh okay so katrina just before we go to the final 10 questions is there anyone that you want to say thank you to or just give a shout out to for supporting you through your pageant journey a hundred percent just my parents it's so funny because they had no idea what pageants were mm. they were really confused when i but they have been incredible driving me 
everywhere for appearances, up and down the country, you know, spending their hard-earned money on trying to get me the best outfits and the best dresses and, and, and oh, honestly, just the most incredible people. And then, of course, I have to give a shout-out to my sponsor, Richard Murrell, who from the first day has sponsored me throughout every pageant I've done and just made it so, so much easier for me um, as a student on a budget <laughs> to be able to afford to take part in the pageant. And so I have to go with those two big shout-outs because without my parents and without Richard, there is no way I would be able to do pageants, which now are just my life. I like how you put in there a student on a budget. Here in Australia, we just usually say we're broke. But I like how you, yeah, well, that's embarrassing yeah. you. You've put I it mean, as I am, budget. But I'll try <laughs> to put it nicely. <laughs> <laughs> you, you've picked an awfully expensive hobby. Pageantry is by no means a cheap, a cheap hobby. Tell me about it. My bank account has taken the biggest hit over the past like eight months that I've been doing pageantry. Okay, I can believe that. Let's go to the final 10 questions. And guys watching on the stream, if you have any final questions for Katrina, put them in now and I will circle back around to them when we're done with the final 10. But Katrina, here we go, final 10. Question one, what is your favorite word? Oh my gosh, I have so many favorite words. I don't know why this is my favorite word because like, I don't know what, what it is about it, but do you know the word ambidextrous? Yeah. I love that word. I do not know why, but I love that word. There's something, oh, I don't know. It makes me happy. Do you I would find, also love like, to be do, ambidextrous. <laughs> do you try to find a way to just slip it into like casual conversation or, cause it's not a word that comes up very often. All the time, all the time. And then my dad and I, when I was younger, <laughs> used to play a game where, where we would give each other words that we would have to include in, um, in, in the conversation, oh, no. which is such a funny game to play. I would recommend playing that sometime. You have a conversation with someone, you've got like a list of words you have to include. It's so funny. There's a version of that game where when you do interviews, for example, pageant interviews, you have to slip words in. So you could try that one. And you have to, when you go into interview, for example, if the word was ambidextrous, you'd have to find a way to put the word ambidextrous into every single one of your answers. Oh my gosh, that is that is impossible! Wow, you could try. Imagine, I would sound like such a. I would sound so weird just being like ambidextrous this, ambidextrous that. I don't know. I think <laughs> if you want to be a barrister and you're good at speaking, that would be a good challenge to see if you can put the word ambidextrous True. into every single answer. <laughs> anyway, question two: What is your least favorite word? What is my least favorite? I don't like the word moist, but I feel like lots of people don't like the word moist. Ugh. I think it's because I've got a lisp too. The word moist just sounds wrong coming out of my mouth. <laughs> it really does. I just hear it and I'm like, that is such a horrible word. Whoever whoever invented that word is a wrong one. <laughs> I, I will tell you, I didn't know that you have a lisp until you said you had one. So it's very, very mild. But um, the... The the most common answer to the qu final 10 questions is this one, is moist. And then we circle around to another question, which you'll see in a bit. There's another extremely common question, but moist it is. Um, question three, in life, what gets you excited? What turns you on? What gets me excited? I suppose just doing things that make me happy. Like there, are, my mum has taught me a lesson over 
my very short life so far, but she's taught me to just appreciate the little things. And so the things I make, opening the curtains and, and just seeing the sun and hearing the birds. Mm. And, you know, I, I like to go for walks on my own. That makes me really happy. I, I just walk about campus. My, my campus is beautiful. There's loads of greenery and trees and we have loads of ducks everywhere. And I just sit and watch the <laughs> ducks and just just appreciating the little things makes me so happy because I can get so caught up in social media and, and stress of like everything I've got going on with my course and pageants and I've got a lot of stuff going on right now so it makes me happy to just sit back and and just remember where I am and 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 and, and be grateful for the for the life that I've been given question four what turns you off turns me off bad breath <laughs> I hate I hate bad breath or any kind of like bad personal hygiene in any in any form just no it takes so little time to just take care of yourself especially I think pageant girls we are we are so we take care of ourselves so much I think that mm. oh I just can't stand it when people when people have a lack of personal hygiene because you you are the most important thing to you mm. so if you can't look after yourself how can you look after anything yeah, this is one reason why I don't go anywhere without a box of mints. It's not usually for me, it's often for the people that I'm talking to and just go, would you like a mint? Uh, yeah, you subtly, you're like, so, mint <laughs> <Yeah>. anybody? <laughs> yeah, I normally take one myself so that they're not completely offended because I just feel if I start giving out mints to people, they might, it's like if you give people cologne yeah. or perfume for Christmas presents, they go, oh, does that mean that I smell? So you got to be a bit oh, more that subtle than time. that. That is always people's response when you buy them perfume. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, question five. What sound or noise do you love? I love the sound of the sea. I think since I've, I've lived in, in, the co in a coastal town when I lived in Spain by the mm. sea and the sound of the sea just makes me happy. I used to struggle with sleeping actually quite a lot. And so I, I always had apps um, with, with the sound of the sea and the oh, sound yep. of dolphins and, and on my phone. And those used to really help with, with my sleeping. I don't, I, I don't really know why. I used to struggle a lot with my sleeping, but the sound of the sea makes me so happy. It brings me back to, to life in Spain and, mm. and just less stress, less stress. When you're by the sea, it just makes you happy. It really does. Sounds, <laughs> that sounds good to me. Uh, question six, what sound or noise do you hate? Do you know what? Oh my gosh. I hate the sound of like metal scraping or like people scraping like knives and forks on plates or like mm -hmm. nails on a truck. I hate those noises make me feel sick. Oh, even thinking about like knives, especially knives and forks and people cutting their food and it scrapes them. Oh, makes me stressed. Have you, oh, have, you, <laughs> have you heard of, because in one of my interviews, someone said the, the, the fork thing, but teeth on fork. So they put the food in their mouth that and then apparently they much, drag actually. the. So that's a, that's a sound that's okay. All right. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm just weird. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I, I told you I was going to tell you. So the and the most common answer I get to these final 10 is to that question is the nails down the chalkboard. That, yeah. that is by far yeah. the most common one because that's what everyone defaults to. It's what uh, a horrible noise. Yeah, yeah, it's not the most pleasant noise in the world. Question seven, if you could have any one superpower, which one would you pick and why? Joe, I always think about this question. 
I would love, there are so many powers I would like to have. I suppose being able to fly would be amazing, but then also reading people's minds because I love to know what people think about me. I'm so nosy. I'm the nosiest <laughs> person. I always want to know what people are up to. Like if someone answers the phone, I'm like, who is it? Who is it? Who's on the phone? <laughs> I'm so nosy. So I suppose reading people's minds would be great, but then I don't know if I would like what I would hear. Yeah. So there's always yeah. that side to it too. Yep. See, that's a, that's a problem. Okay, question eight. What job or occupation other than your own would you most like to attempt? And let's say for argument's sake, we take out barrister. So what job or occupation other than your what, own would what, you most like to career, attempt? What career, sorry? Yeah. What, what career would you like to attempt other than your own? I would love to be a doctor. I just think it's the most rewarding job. Anything to do with medicine is just such a rewarding job i'm really unfortunate to not have a good brain for maths and science it is so not my thing i barely scraped to pass in maths i'm not gonna lie no matter how hard i worked i just couldn't get it but if i could i would 100 percent devote my my career to to something to do i mean i've always wanted to be a cardiothoracic surgeon i think that is that wow. would be a dream job but i'm just unfortunately not quite clever enough makes me sad to say but it's well, true. <laughs> I, I think I think it, it's clever in a certain way because obviously if you're studying law that you, you must have a brain you can't be silly and do law but I do need to ask how are you with blood because most people don't want to be a doctor because they can't deal with blood so are you okay with blood I'm actually weirdly fine with blood I really enjoy like horror films and like and like even like documentaries <laughs> oh, on that I kind of oh, yeah i will weirdly enjoy it like that sounds really creepy but it's true i don't have a problem with blood <laughs> or anything like that to be honest i'm just i just don't have the brain for it unfortunately i my brain is much more wordy that's why i mm. like languages and things my brain just works more that way yeah okay so question nine what job or occupation other than your own would you definitely not like to attempt what occupation I don't know. Um, that's so hard. Maybe anything to do with like hairdressing or makeup because I can go so wrong and I just feel like I would get told off all the time and then I would cry and then I would, just, would not be happy. And also they stand for so long. Like we have to yeah. give kudos to hairdressers who stand for literally like 12 hours a day on their feet yeah. all the time dealing with customers who usually are not very nice. So, oh no, I would hate to, I would hate to be in that kind of profession. Yeah, I hear that. It would that, make me want to buy a little camper van and just drive away. <laughs> <laughs> Final question, question 10. If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? That is such an interesting question. I think I would love him to turn around to me and say, that I used my life in the best way possible. One of my biggest fears, and this is a genuine fear that I have, is getting to the end of my life and looking back and not having accomplished anything and not having made a difference, mm. not having left any kind of legacy for anyone. That is a genuine fear that I have. So, so I try with everything I do to make a difference and to make people better. And, and, and so I think that would be something I would love to hear would be that everything I'm, I've done and everything I will go on to do will have been worth it. Yeah.
Yeah, I completely understand that. I, I think the worst feeling would be you come to the end of your life and you're looking back at things with regret or the things that you didn't do yeah. or the things you wish you had done. That would be a, an absolutely terrible feeling. Uh, Katrina, I'm just going to go to Facebook one more time. Yeah, 100%. Uh, Beth Walker has asked, are you coming to my ball with two kissy emojis? I hope so. I, do you know what? I love Beth. She's incredible. I'm so excited to see her in Galaxy. Um, but I'm so busy at the moment with uni stuff, and I go to university in the middle of nowhere, literally. <laughs> so I hope to be there. I know she messaged me, so I will get back to answering that once I've done with this interview. But I, I hope to be able to be there because of it. I love to support Galaxy Girls. Galaxy mm. is such a big place in my heart, and so I really, I really, I would love to be there. Okay. Because she's also then written under that that she misses you. So I think she Aww. obviously really, she's trying Beth to was... guilt you into turning up. <laughs> she is. No, she was the first friend I made in pageants, in my first pageant oh. when I did Galaxy and I knew absolutely no one and I was so scared and she is such a genuine lovely girl. So, so I miss you too, Beth. <laughs> oh, she's, she's made it even worse below because now that she said, I love you too with her heart. Being <laughs> <laughs> now now you have to go because she's she's done this on a live stream well done beth uh okay so final thing your dad <laughs> your dad has commented we did that word game on the last night of the theater on every show we got into so much trouble we really did that was so funny everybody behind stage all the had different words to try and get into their scripts and oh my gosh our director was so annoyed at <laughs> oh you you put them into the script yeah yeah <laughs> oh no it was so bad it, it was so funny what 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 sort of words did you have to put in were they just really ordinary words or were they naughty words or what sort of words no they were no they were they were normal they were normal words uh, we do loads of like pranks like that like um if you have a book as like a prop on the last day, people will stick like naughty pictures in the book to try and make you laugh and like stuff like that. There's always, there's always pranks going on. Like if, if you've got a drink and it's supposed to be like water on the last night, they'll make it like vodka or it's so funny. <laughs> oh dear me. Honestly, I, it's so bad though. <laughs> I did hear in, uh, in an interview with a very famous actor, he was acting on stage in New York and he was supposed to be <laughs> smoking a um, cigarette, uh, a, a ma marijuana cigarette. And obviously it was supposed to be fake, but on the last night they did what you said and they swapped in a real one. So he actually smoked <gasps> a real marijuana like cigarette oh on stage and he didn't know and obviously oh got gosh, very, so very bad. high. So um, I'm not saying that you should do that, but you just reminded no. me of, of that. <laughs> I think I'd get I get really thought of if I did that. Yeah, yeah, but it would be funny. Okay, so <laughs> Beth Beth Walker has said she'll feed you too. So. Oh, I know. It's a three-course meal. It's going to be amazing. Okay, I will. All right, um, Katrina, look, I'm going to let you go. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much. This has been so much fun. And um, I'll let I'll let you go because obviously you need to message Beth back because she's guilting you into going to her ball. So I will. <laughs> <laughs>
I am going to let me just see if I can get this happening properly. I'm going to thank everyone for watching and um, we will speak to you again soon. What's up, guys? It's Adrian again. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Remember to head over to pageantlaunch.com. Join our launch team for our review site. It's super important to all of us to make sure that the industry is safe, transparent, and fair. So head over to pageantlaunch.com, write in your email address, and we'll speak to you next time.